Okay, uh, a little note before we start. I just realized that I wrote an entire episode about bias in the news without using the words fake news, which is fine because that's not what this episode is about. But be aware that when I talk about the news in this context, I'm assuming that the sources are trustworthy and that they do their own fact-checking. As we know, that's not always the case, so doing your own research is probably a good habit to get into. But anyway, just so you know, I wasn't avoiding the topic of fake news. And now, the show. Welcome to episode 15, the first episode expressly not sparked by a book or reading or anything like that. But it is sparked by the news, so I think it's perfectly okay for it to live here on this podcast. I'm Roots, your host, writer, and producer, and I hope that you enjoy this semi-ranty episode of Better With Books. A friend of mine once said that there's this one news channel, I won't say which, that they watch. That it's the only one that they watch, and that they believe it is the best source of news. That sent my mind reeling and my blood boiling. That's literally impossible, I thought, for one news source to be the best one. But I didn't say anything. I sort of mulled over that comment for a few weeks, and I realized that's not exactly always true, that one news source can't be the single best or favorite for a person. So let me explain both versions of this idea. Firstly, why no one news source can ever be the single best one. And secondly, why, in some cases, it unfortunately can. Here goes. By definition, by reason of the way in which a news organization is set up, every news source is biased. Why? Because news organizations are collections of humans, and humans are biased no matter what. So unless the organization constantly rotates in new, randomly selected people to fill their ranks, it will be biased. That's pretty simple and obvious. News is biased, and so the best way to consume it is to read or watch or listen to multiple different, hopefully very different, sources. But there's a question that I failed to think of right away. What is the purpose of the news, or of consuming the news? Why does one keep up with the news in the first place? This, now this is the interesting part. And for the purposes of this episode, I will just outline two different answers to this question. Two different reasons. The first, the one that most people will ascribe to, is to be informed. We watch, listen, read about current events so that we know what's going on around us, so that we have things to discuss with our coworkers, and so that we can make the right decisions, answering questions like, what stocks should I invest in? Or, what are the safest neighborhoods around where I live? Or, Who should I donate my money to? The second reason is more interesting, one I don't think anyone will actually admit to. But this one is the dangerous, hidden one. The one that a lot of people don't even realize is their reason. Some people, sometimes, follow the news in order to hear their opinions validated. Remember how all news sources are biased? Well, some sources align more with our worldview than others, and that makes it easy comfortable for us to continue with that single channel or paper or even blog or podcast. That leads us to believe that our favorite station is the quote-unquote best station. But because it's the news with a capital N 
and we continue to see it as objective and fair, even in this ever-polarizing society, we fail to realize that we are getting sucked into our own filter bubble. Just like the one that surrounds us on Facebook or Twitter or wherever else we go to share and validate our opinions. We like hearing that what we think is bad is, in fact, according to the news, bad. And what we think is correct and moral is, in fact, according to the news, correct and moral. As if the news has some sort of power to objectively determine right and wrong. But when you think about it, the news should never be telling you what is right or wrong. It should never pass judgment. It should convey the facts and only the facts, preferably in a robot's monotone voice and with very, very few adjectives. But we know that's not how the news is reported. So, lesson one, no one news source is the best. If, that is, your goal is to be an informed citizen. Surround yourself with multiple sources, multiple different biases, because we know, in a world as anthropological as our own, we can't completely escape bias. Not in ourselves, and certainly not in others. Don't get bogged down by one or even two sources, and be aware of emotionally charged commentary. Don't exactly try and escape it, that's probably impossible. Newscasters and reporters are, after all, human. But at least be aware of it and think and respond accordingly. Lesson 2. Don't use the news to confirm your own beliefs or morals. If you need the news to do that, to tell you what is right or wrong because you, by yourself, can't figure it out, or because you find yourself doubting your convictions and need to hear other people confirm them, then you need to go out and do some serious soul-searching. My own personal advice is to keep your news consumption to a bare minimum. I, for example, read a daily 10 mini-stories newsletter from the week, and occasionally I check trending hashtags on Twitter. You'll feel better, less depressed, and you'll have more time. I would especially be careful of following newsy, talking head personalities, especially if you agree with everything they say. What I do every now and then is I listen to podcasts by people who I absolutely don't agree with. This opens my mind up to ideas that I wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise, and while it doesn't make me change what I think is right and wrong, or better or worse, it does help me to understand where the other side is coming from. So when I inevitably end up in an argument with a friend or family member about some issue or another, it ends up being less a shouting match and more of us trying to find common ground. And because I, and hopefully they, at least partially understand what the other side stands for, it's much, much easier to do that, to find the things that we have in common and to have a meaningful conversation instead of simply throwing statistics back and forth, neither of us really listening to the other. So just remember, the news exists to keep us informed, not to make us feel self-righteous, not to tell us what to believe or how to vote or whether or not we should agree or disagree with certain issues and people. We should be making those decisions for ourselves, independent of others' influence and based primarily on our own life experiences. Okay, that turned into more of a rant than I thought it would be, but I'm done now, and I thank you for listening. If you want to have an argument with me, Twitter is a great place to do that, as I'm sure we all know. You can find me there at RootsMac, that's R-O-O-T-Z-M-A-C. And if you're feeling generous today, or you have 30 seconds to spare, as I sure hope you have at least 30 seconds to spare, 
then go ahead and leave me a rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe there or on SoundCloud or whatever podcasting app you use. Okay, till later. Signing out.